Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 109, and my special guest, James Sharp. Hey, Mark. Hey, welcome. Thanks. It's your uh, second appearance on the show. Thanks for having me for a second time. Yeah. Very honored. You know, if the audience hasn't seen uh, the first episode, yep. go back and do the search on the blog and watch that because there's an amazing story there about perseverance and overcoming obstacles. Absolutely. Uh, but this one I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, you have a great heart uh, in giving back to the community. I want to talk about that. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about your goals uh, for 2020 Absolutely. and a little bit about how the business is going this year. Business is off the charts. I mean, uh, started 2020 with this vision of an amazing year. And right. I think it starts with just laying out uh, a really serious um, goal and mission to just really impact as many people as we can. I hit a kind of a milestone last year in 2019. I hit over a thousand clients served. So over a thousand clients of real estate services where whether it's buying, selling, leasing or all the above, um, that was kind of a neat milestone in my my career. It's a big milestone. Especially when the average home, uh, I think the average realtor sells, what, four or five homes all year. Yeah. So to me, it's one of those, the 2020 um, was a start of a new decade, start of a new year. And I was really coming into it with this, this energy and a passion to just really take it deeper and more relational and have more fun doing it and do my business. So I uh, have some pretty lofty goals. Uh, and definitely, you know, one of those big goals is to do at least double diamond production in 2020. Right. I love that, you know, 20 million mark is, is kind of been my nemesis. Came real close in 2019, was right. nipping at it. Uh, but yeah, start out the last year with, you know, lost my mom and a lot of challenges and to finish strong. And, and just so this year is it's all systems go. All systems go. And and you've you've been experienced and been around. So, you know, yep. we have marketing conditions. We've got a few things going sure. on in the marketplace now. Of course. H how do you deal with market fluctuation? And, and do you let that get in your head or your disciplines or do you just uh, keep pursuing your dreams? Yeah, you get in your head, you go dead in this business. You know, you follow the heart, you will always win. It doesn't matter what happens with the, the condition of the economy, though there is some influences there. I'm definitely staying informed. I'm staying, uh, you know, abreast of what's happening in the market and stuff. But more importantly, just kind of really being that voice of reason, that right. voice of, uh, hey, we got this. I got this. You're in good hands. We're going to see this through. Um, we've had some unsettling times, you know, this is probably the most unprecedented time we could ever be on this planet. And yet I think more opportunity exists. So really to answer the question is I start each day with just, I'm my own probably worst um, enemy, if that uh -huh. makes sense. The six inches between my two ears, you know, if right. I get that stinky thinking going on, it, it's always a challenge. Um, but when I start the day with, you know, a really good regiment, which I do with gratitude and meditation and just a really good mindset and this, this I can do attitude, I take on this job and um, I give it more um, of myself in 2020 than any other time. Right. And I think my clients respond and correlate to that. We've helped more people last year. We're right. helping more people off the starting of 2020 than we have. And doing it in a way that it just, it feels like, you know, this is all working for me, not to me. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And you know what I've always um, admired about you is you take a certain percentage of your income yep. and invest it in your own education. Correct. Whether that's coaching, 
uh, Tony Robbins personal, uh, development. personal development what got you into that and, and why do you continue as experienced as you are yeah some people would say well you don't need it so wh why do you continue to invest in your own personal development well, the day I come in there and say, I've arrived and I've learned everything there is to learn, that's probably when you put me six feet under. You know, it's one of those that always be the student, always be learning, always be growing. Brian Tracy really got me going on that mm -hmm. challenged path, if you will, of investing 10% of what you earn into your development. And if you talk to uh, Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn or Zig Ziglar or any of those big icons in the personal development growth yeah. category, Les Brown, all those guys, they would always say, absolutely at a minimum you need to invest uh, your time resources into developing you um, i also saw a documentary on the state of our educational system and just how challenged it's mm -hmm. to be in a, a, a student environment with just our normal like everybody conform everybody pull the line everyone do the same thing don't speak out of turn and you know send my kids off to these institutions myself um, to me, it's it starts with my own investment in myself. If I don't do it, Mark, who will? Right, exactly. Brian Tracy, what a great guy. I think I have every tape, every, everything he's ever published. Me too, baby. I think I have Me a too. Copy. He's a good man. Well, so let, let's move into what I really wanted to, to highlight today is you've created, uh, and I think it came out of one of the uh, challenges that one of your coaches gave you, uh, you you've created a, a passion for giving back to the community uh, through an uh, initiative called Sharp Shoes. Yep. So tell us about what Sharp Shoes is, uh, why it's important to you, and what's it doing to the community. Yeah, it actually started way back uh, 42 years ago, actually. When I was six years old, we uh, had lost everything in a house fire. And I say this with every bit of sincerity, my mom truly saved my life and my two right. other siblings. The house that we were in in Flint, Michigan was, uh, set on fire with us in it right and a lot of people don't know this story but uh, when you're barricaded inside a burning building that's not a good place to be especially when you're six years old yeah, no. um so it was me my two siblings there my brother um who's like one at the time woke my mom up it was in the middle of the night she woke up to hearing my my brother crying and and said oh my gosh i gotta get my babies out i gotta get james jennifer and jeremiah out she was also about six months pregnant so mom in her pregnant state got us kids out. I ran across the street, called 911. I watched my house go up in flames, thinking my mom, my siblings, my sister and brother were still inside. And then watched my dad come home from work and have him put in the back of a squad car. He was handcuffed by the police because they thought he had set the house on fire until his alibi turned out like he was at work. No, he couldn't have done it, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it just kind of set a precedence where I thought, man, somebody doesn't like me this much that they try to kill me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And watching everything go up in flames was just, is, it's unprecedented because when you lose everything you have, um, makes you appreciate stuff. So fast forward, my dad, hard times, you know, not a lot going on. There was not gonna be a Christmas that year. We didn't have a tree, no presents, no food. I would always kid, we have uh, the mac and cheese meal minus the cheese. So mom would <laughs> make, mom cheese. would really make right. elbow pasta macaroni without any cheese sauce on it, just cause that's, we couldn't afford it. So, right. but uh, somebody told somebody about our family and dynamics and the situation. And a couple of days for Christmas, that was uh, 1976. 
Somebody brought in uh, the Shriner Group. The Shriner Group is a service group, a bunch of men who want to give and impact others in the community, especially those less fortunate. So they brought bag a bag of groceries, bag a bag of presents, a tree, turkey, and they brought each of us kids a pair of shoes. And I still remember, Mark, to this day, the white Converse shoes I got Mm -hmm. from this group. And I melt, (laughs) I melt, I still melt in that uh, moment where I remember how it felt as a little boy, because up to that point, I always had my cousin JT's hand-me-down shoes. I had these shoes that they were always bigger than my feet. So I had what I call the duct tape specials, or I would try to put extra socks in there so I could wear his big shoes because I didn't have any. We couldn't afford it. So fast forward, 42 years later, I kind of get on this personal growth. I would lose a bunch of weight, I get in shape, you know, I go to Tony Robbins' big deal and... uh, I find that when I lose over 50 pounds, my shoes don't fit the same, my clothes don't fit the same, and I kind of repackage, rebrand James. James 2.0, if you will. Buy some cool shoes, I wear it to this networking event, and everyone's commenting on my shoes. They're like, those shoes are sharp. Those are sharp shoes. Bing, light bulb moment, I'm like, James Sharp, sharp shoes. This is something cool. How can I leverage it? You know, always be in the moment and things happening for you, not to you. And then I talked to JP. JP has this ticket. He's like, hey, I've gotten this table sponsored. It's at the the big gala for City House. And I have this extra ticket because you can't come. How cool is this? The quilt of life. And he's like, I want you to come. And I didn't know anything about City House. I didn't know anything really about philanthropy or giving back. But I saw the witness of this group headed by a volunteer of a lady who 30 years prior had just given her heart and soul to taking care of kids in need and it just tugged at me so i reached out got more information found out they needed shoes so that december this was back in 2018 i decided i told gp about it he's like hey man i want to help city house and a bunch of other kids how about i raise 500 pairs of shoes and give those out to kids in need and he said man Totally sounds great. That's awesome. What a great group and totally support you. So I give out those 500 pair. I just go to social media. I say, hey, friends, help me out. Put 20 bucks in the kitty. Hey, bring a pair of shoes, whatever. So my plumbers, my painters, my electrician, my heating, air conditioning guys, mortgage guys, everybody's rallied around, a bunch of realtors. And we raised the money to get 500 pair. So I gave all those out December of 2018. And... I shared that story with mom. I'm like, mom, I gave out these 500 pair. You remember when the Shriner group did this for our family? And she had to go back. She goes, yeah, I do. That was something. I said, 42 years later, I got to pay it forward, mom. And when you know, Mark, that was the last conversation I had with mom. Mm -hmm. She had a massive stroke that night. I was not able to talk to my mom about any of the plans, any of the future stuff because a stroke really debilitates you. And she was not the same person and we did everything we could to save her life and a few weeks later we lost her. And that was a tough start to 2019 and when I was- But she knew you made the first 500. She knew of the 500, she was so proud, Mark, and she was like happy as a client because she was a nurse for 33 years. She'd give you shirt off her back and she remembered this um, was so important. And so as I, prayed over her when she was passing, I was just, I was moved to do more than the 500 pair. I was moved to, to kind of take this next step and, and do it in mom's memory. So I, I prayed over her. I said, mama, I'm going to continue to do this. We're going to make a bunch of impact with some kids 
that need these shoes and I want to give these shoes in your memory. And would you know, she passed away like an hour later and um, I never forgot that promise. And so last year we gave out 5,000 pairs of shoes, go figure. 5,000, you want 5, 500 to 5,000. Yeah, exactly. Cause so I said, well, I have exponential 12 months growth. to yeah. work with this and so why not? And I, yeah. I dug deep and uh, about halfway through the year, I was like, again, good traction with this, but people would, you know, kind of the haters were like, is this your personal, um, you know, are you raising money by your own shoes or what, you know, and, and, and kind of were attacking the, yeah. the method of how I was doing this uh, approach. So I said, I need to take this and make it legitimate and I got to make it a 501c3. So I took that, which is not an easy task and it's hard. It's right. a lot of, it's, <laughs> there's nothing cheap about being a nonprofit, believe no. it or not. And, uh, would you know Christmas last year, how ironic, um, I got the letter from IRS says I could do this as a nonprofit and, and Sharp Shoes kind of became the foundation. Wow, what, what an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, and what a great contribution back to the community, all from, you know, what's in your heart it goes yeah. goes back 47 years. Yeah. So, so what's the goal? Where, where, where is it heading for the next year? So we have this cool guy named Nick Wojcik so a couple weeks ago wow. i get to beat him again um met him before super guy and stuff but it kind of was even more resonating because you know um i had the one year anniversary of losing mom and i had just done this big thing with five thousand pair and so he challenged us in the audience like hey write a big goal and um and then lay out what are some of the obstacles for that goal so i wrote a goal i said mark i wrote that I want to do a million pairs of shoes for kids. You wrote a million? See, I haven't heard this story yet. So this this is new. This is a million pairs so of shoes. So you wrote a million yeah. pairs of shoes that day. I wrote out that I'm going to do a million pairs of shoes with Sharp Foundation, Sharp Shoes Foundation. And I said, one of my biggest challenges of that is I haven't done that before. That's a lot of shoes. Uh, where do I keep them, store them? How do I acquire them? All that stuff. You know, the logistical mind goes yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, no, well, I mean, so, shoes, I mean that's, that's an operation. That's a big operation. Yeah. So I shared that with Nick. You had had a little get together and you're like, hey. Yeah. And so I said, Nick, man, I got this goal. And he's like, man, that's beautiful. I, I want to help you with that. And let's get your information. And my people run a foundation for me. And, and it's just starting that way where, you know, the goal is big. You know, I want to do over 10,000 pairs this year. And that's that's just kind of my personal like, hey, we did 5,000, kind of keep moving the ball down the field. Um, the needs bigger and deeper than any other time. And there's so many service groups that are in desperate need of these shoes. And I'm building a, this kind of this network, if you will, all on a grassroots level. Yes, yeah, all grassroots. And yet it's kind of fun and exciting at the yeah. same time. Now, if you haven't uh, heard Nick, go to our blog at jpar.com slash blog and type in the word Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, I met him a little over 10 years ago. And at that time, he told me he had a goal to speak and influence 10% of the world. Isn't that crazy? And, and he's done it. And he's done it. And he's done it. So I know that you're going to achieve a million, million shoes, shoes, baby. And, and we're, yeah. we're committed to getting the word out and helping you yeah. uh, do that. And I know Nick's excited. I'm excited. Uh, JP's excited. The entire organization is is uh, is with you. Well, so, that's what I really appreciate is the support here at JP yeah. and Associates Realtors. It's you know, it started really here in the background yeah. of, uh, you know, getting to know JP and getting to know you, Mark, and having that, you know, let's 
let's do more than just be top lister of the month or top salesperson of the, the, the you know, year. Let, let's give back. Let's leave a mark and leave a legacy, which yeah. JP has done in my life. And you have to mark. And so for me, the little thing is I just know if I can help a person, a child, especially with their pair of shoes, because I might be influencing the next Michael Jordan for all I know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No. But more importantly, it's just I know what a difference it made for me when somebody gave me a pair 42 years ago. It's crazy. Yeah. What a great story. It is. Well, thanks for sharing it. Absolutely. Any last words? How does the audience connect with the, the Sharp Foundation? How do they? How, how do they? How, how do they help? I love this question there because it's one of those things that I'm going to definitely go out there and the and pound the the network of all of our favorite JPAR agents. But they go to sharpshoes.org. So sharpshoes.org is okay. is Sharp, sharpshoes.org. Uh huh. That's okay. one way. Or we can uh, certainly do on Facebook. I'm going to have some really cool opportunities too coming up. So we got our first corporate sponsor. Okay. So the Society of Women Who Love Shoes has a Frisco chapter, and they have supported us to the point where we're going to be the benefiting charity that they do next month for a derby day. So okay. JP and Lauren are going to be there as guest judges in attendance. And uh, it's going to be the best dressed men, women with shoes to go with uh, derby hats and, and, and all for a good cause. All the money is 100% of the tickets raised go to benefit a charity. In this case, Sharp Shoes allows us to buy some shoes. And also people can bring shoes to um, the Plano office. We have a collection bin there. Um, or they can just seek me out, private message me on Facebook, and we collect uh, shoes from all over the Metroplex there. Key for me is is just knowing that um, we take both gently new, uh, gently sh used shoes and new shoes well as uh, taking cash donations, but all the monies and all the proceeds um, taken in allow us to go buy um, shoes for men and women, boys and girls, um, and it's just me, it's a tremendous cause. And when I see groups out there too that need shoes, um, and if somebody that's listening to this knows of a service or a group and they're desperate for shoes, reach out to me. We'll connect up. Yeah. We'll help them out. Well, James, you know, we have an audience not only here in, in DFW in Texas, yeah. uh, but we have a national audience and even some internationally. So sharpshoes.org so cool. could be the best way to, to get in Absolutely. touch with you and would encourage uh, the audience to do so. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story, Absolutely, sharing your Mark. passion. Yeah. Uh, we love to, to be part of it, and I'm glad you shared that big goal of a million. A million pairs. A million pairs. So you went yeah. from 500 to 5,000, and now 5,000 to a million. So it's all yeah. possible. It's all possible there. What the mind can conceive and believe in it can achieve, and yeah. I believe in that. So help me find a million pairs. That'd be great. Yeah. Or what I also love is some connections. So folks that uh, I've been reaching out to or connecting with folks in the shoe industry, right. folks that know good contacts, good buyers, because um, when you get to a million pairs, there's going to be some logistics to that. You're going to uh, have a lot of logistics. Yeah, but I'm excited for the process. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I appreciate you coming in today, and Thank we'll you, see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars.